Hello, dear friends. Hope you've all been peaceful in the Lord during the past week. May grace and peace abound in God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. You are listening to Sunday Worship Message from the Last Days Ministry here at WGM Church. Before we begin with today's word, let's begin with the words from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth in noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With a long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main text comes from Isaiah chapter 51, verse 4 through 6. Isaiah 51, verse 4, 5, and 6. Hearken unto me, my people, and give ear unto me, O my nation. For a law shall proceed from me, and I will make my judgment to rest for a light of the people. My righteousness is near, my salvation is gone forth, and mine arms shall judge the people. The isles shall wait upon me, and on mine arms shall they trust. Lift up your eyes to the heavens, and look upon the earth beneath. For the heavens shall vanish away like smoke, and the earth shall wax old like a garment, and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But my salvation shall be forever, and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Through the prophet Isaiah, God spoke to the Israelites who would inherit the earth in the future and become the priestly nation. Again from Isaiah 51 verse 6, Lift up your eyes to the heavens and look upon the earth beneath. For the heavens shall vanish away like smoke, and the earth shall wax old like a garment. And they that dwell therein shall die in like manner, but my salvation shall be forever, and my righteousness shall not be abolished. The Apostle Paul testified of this to the Hebrews. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth. And the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest. And they all shall wax old as doth a garment, and as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy ears shall not fail. Hebrews 1 
verse 10 through 12. Ever since Satan brought sin, death, and curse into the world, people who were created in God's image and likeness became cursed in spirit, soul, and body. The perfect body became a mortal body that would age and die. The spirit died because God's breath of life was removed, and the living souls lost salvation by being cut off from God. Not only that, but the earth was also cursed to wither away. Genesis 3, verse 17 through 19 says, And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken. For dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. However, since it was his purpose to send his only begotten Son, Christ Jesus, to destroy the devil, God planned to restore man and the earth that he created to their original appearance. The Apostle Paul and the Apostle John testified about God's purpose of destroying the devil and the works of the devil through his only begotten Son, Christ Jesus. Hebrews 2.14 and 15 For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 says, He that committed sin is the of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Regarding this, the Bible says about the work of restoring a person, the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Regarding the work of renewing the cursed earth due to man's sins, the Bible calls it regeneration. So in other words, God renews both man and the earth. Apostle Paul testified of the renewing of man. Titus 2, verse 3 through 7 says, The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands that the word of God be not blasphemed. Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded, in all things showing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine showing uncorruptedness, gravity, sincerity. When Jesus spoke to his disciples who followed him, he promised them the reward they would receive in the coming regeneration of the earth. Matthew 19, verse 27 and 28. 
Then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all, and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. The millennial kingdom of Christ is when God renews the earth, the rebirth. The reward you will receive then will be sovereignty. After speaking to them, Jesus also spoke of rewards for those who were not his disciples. And everyone that hath forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive an hundredfold, and shall inherit everlasting life. But many that are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Matthew 19, verse 29 and 30. The Apostle Paul sent a message of consolation to the saints in Rome who were in great distress. Romans 8, verse 17 and 18. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the suffering of the present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. He also testified of the glory that all creation, which currently suffer together because of man's sins, will share in the regeneration where Christ Jesus reigns. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, to wit, the redemption of our body. Romans 8, verse 19 through 23. The children of God, whose spirits and souls have been restored to the image of God through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit by believing in the blood of Christ Jesus, are living in hope of the day of Christ, that is, the day of the rapture, when even their bodies are renewed. Only when you take off your mortal body and put on an immortal and incorruptible body will your spirit, soul, and body be fully restored to the image of God as you will enjoy the blessing of being adopted as God's children. The Apostle Paul testified a message of hope to Christians who are willing to have this hope. Romans 8, 24-30 For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. 
and he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Thank you for joining in. God bless you and see you next week.